chicken cordon bleu. Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 445th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer out in western Massachusetts, where, guys, I have been thoroughly enjoying this Tour de France. How about you? It's Greatest been a Tour good de France one. of all time? Maybe. Possibly. Do you guys we'll get into oh, it, I'm sure. Glad there's a third week. Oh, I can't wait. No, but are you glad there's a time trial? No, but are you glad <laughs> that, I don't know, we still uh-huh. need a Vanderpool stage win to make this a complete tour, I guess? I don't know. We, we, need, a, we need a Vanderpool stage win. Oh, there's so much we, to talk we about. We did get we, a wild we, we stage a, win, so. We got a potpourri. Yeah, potpourri. we did. We got a wild stage win. We don't, we don't, need, we don't yeah. need any other more wild stage wins, right? We got one. No, we got um, our one. You guys, this Wild tour Man would be... Art, the most hated man in cycling. No, I think there's like, it's sort of a mix of people being grumpy with him, but then also admiring the pure... He's a, he's a heck of a Did domestique. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's that's a fine way to put it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys, the only thing that can make this tour oh. cooler is if Peter Sagan was in it. But he's not... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna come back. I'm circling back around because you you were calling him the most hated here, man, and yeah. I was going to say, well, you know, Sagan announces he's retiring, and you got to have a, a new guy to mark like every move and shut everything down, and and now that's wow, like everybody's, yeah, he can't just win five stages again. Mm. He can't just walk away with the green jersey because everybody's uh you know just trying to shut him down. It's unfair. So, <laughs> yep, we still have. Oh, there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Let, okay. Potpourri style, whip it around the room. Yeah. First thing first. Um, first thing first. Kofidis won uh, two stages. Two. Since Kofidis last time, won. we need to update the record. It took 15 years to get that first one and then just a couple days to get another. See? You know, that once you get off the schneid, you're good. Once the slump has been busted. You think those guys are losing their minds? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Who like what is this Kofidis, the corporation like, whoa, we sponsor a cycling team. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. They're in the tour? Oh my god. This is amazing. It's true. It must come as a bit of a surprise. Somebody's getting a race. Years. Okay, so two two Kofidis wins. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Um I'll I'll see that and then I'll remind you that former world champion from 2014, Michael Kiwakowski uh-huh. is still racing and has win. the yeah. legs to win on the Colombier. Yeah, that oh, was good. That's insane. I got to say, for a guy with 
and this also sort of applies to Walt Poles, but obviously a little bit different. Two guys who have, if you look through their Palmares, they're legit. Like, it's no messing about. Like, some huge results. But two guys who I didn't expect to see winning this year, they've, you know, no fault their own. The, the kids are coming up, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're eligible for a different jersey now, so. Did Walt Poles win today? <laughs> because... He only got like one second. Like the the camera left the <laughs> duel between Vingard and Pogachar mm-hmm. to like Walt Poles coming across the head, hands up, and then immediately switched back. Yeah, to the duel, and you're just like, poor guy, just absolutely crushed it. I know, and we don't even know if he won. Yeah, that's a little sad. You know, obviously you go your whole career, <laughs> and then that's what you get, but. Is this the first time ever two Wouts have gone one two on a stage? Because Wout Van Aert was second. Can't be. Yeah. I don't know. It can't be. Call Joe Buck. See if he can get that fact ready. (laughs) What? I mean, Wout Poles not having won a stage of the tour is that a shock to you guys? That information because, I mean, he was like a, a contender for a little while there. Like people talked him up. Yeah. Uh, as like a possible winner. And I was like, well, of course he's won stages. And uh, the cloudy memory of 21 stages every single year, <laughs> I couldn't remember if he'd won one or not. It just looked, uh, it looks like he had, no. hadn't won a Grand Tour stage. But yeah, monument winner, won a lot of other stuff. I agree. I kind of thought he'd been closer at least. But yeah. yeah. So I, I got to ask a question. Okay, just asking the question. Ask it. Isagird wins for Kofidis. Yeah. Yeah. It was Eon. Yep. Does he now ultimately have the upper hand when it comes to his brother? Definitely. Like Certainly. now we know. Like now we know who the favorite is. Well, I mean, it's just just gonna be. I mean, it's not Adam Yates, Simon Yates, same same sort of thing, right? We got you know, it's just. Yeah. Um, so anyway. did you, when, um, when Izaguirre won, I, did you guys think about this? Did you see like on the broadcast, they'd splash that picture of him in the Kofidis kit, you know, and give him the thumbs up or whatever they do with their little tour things. But his, in his like Kofidis mug shot for the season, his hair, he's got like uh-huh. this haircut and like, he's got like plugs maybe. He looks like he's in an emo band, like circa 2001 or like maybe a screamo oh, band. Yeah. He's yeah. the most screamo-y, emo-y looking rider, and I, I, I love it. I expect him just to start a pit anytime you see him. He's like kind of mild-mannered enough, too. He looks like he'd be the drummer that looks kind of a little mellow, but then you see him putting the kit together, and there's definitely a double-kick drum, and it's just... You know, it's like... Yeah. Anyway, it's a good look. So, uh, all right. Other, other hot topics. We got a 10-second gap between Vingard and Pogacar. There's a time trial coming. I thought for sure the big story out of the time trial was going to be the helmets that Team Uno X is going to wear. Yep. They won't yeah. even be mentioned. They won't be mentioned uh, at all. I forgot that they were even in the race, to be honest. Kind of disappointing after Kofidis just mopping up the wins as the, uh, as the invited team. <laughs> uh, who is the third step on the podium? We've got the anonymous... Little guy called it out year, two years ago when Ineo signed Carlos Rodriguez with zero results, and now he is 
19 seconds up on the podium of Adam Yates. And has a and stage win. Like, and has a stage win. So. He does. I don't know his TT in skills. I don't either. Um, and I'm not going to look because I want to be surprised <laughs> on the day. But uh, you got those two. Vingard and Pogacar got to be pretty close in TT in, I'm assuming, if they're both tour wins, right? Yeah, they're both really good. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Rodriguez is. I totally forgot. I actually looked through his results, and he got seventh in the Volta last year. So he does have one solid GC right under his belt. I was so, thinking that he hadn't actually done any G- GCs at all, but <laughs> seventh is, you know, I mean, it's 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 no, it's a it's a good ride. It's no podium at the Tour, but, you know, you right, improve. We got Henley in fourth. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, fifth. Henley in fifth. Yates. Sepp Cuss. Doing it for America in sixth place as a teammate, the loyal loyal team ga- teammate of Vingard. I've, I have the feeling we'll be seeing Sepp Cuss in Tour de France's for years to come um, after the performance that he's putting in. Pelo Bilbao in seventh, Simon Yates, David Gadu, and then Martin of Kofidis for top 10. This is a great tour for Kofidis. Yeah. Um, here's my question. Okay. Who is going to win the Heimar Zubeldia award for anonymous top 10? The most anonymous top 10 after that. And remind you, Felix Gall of AG2R is only 20 seconds outside of 10th place. You know, boy, I haven't, anonymous of I haven't seen God do on camera yet this year. I've seen Gall <laughs> because Gall made the Gall made the like a big jump. He lost time today, but on Saturday stage, he he was like the only one left with mm-hmm. with the Super Domestiques and Pogue and, and and Rodriguez. And otherwise, Rodriguez has won a stage. Uh, Adam Yates has won a stage. Pelo Bilbao have won a stage. Hinley's won a stage in your top ten. So mm-hmm. obviously. Those guys cannot win the anonymous award. I think if you win a stage, you are disqualified from the anonymous Hamar Zubeldi award. Pogan Vingard can't do it. And then Sepp Kuss has spent so much time at the front. Everybody knows his face. I could draw it from memory. Yeah. So our only yeah. chance is is Gadu if he hangs around. Or Felix Gall. Or Gall. I but think- I think Gall, Gall would just barely. Uh. I just... I think we'd have to nominate eleventh place if Gall ends up tenth because we've seen him on Here, camera. Here's, here's, yeah, here's here's the thing. Um, Gall is a, a strong pick for this, um, but I don't think he's the choice. I think who's going to slide in anonymously just into like tenth by like a second or two, probably based on this time trial. Um, actually, is going to be Tom Pitcock, and he's going to be anonymous because we just. He just hasn't made the impact we expected him to make in the tour. Um, and I kind of forgot he was there. Uh, yeah. If I'm being honest. It's hard to win the anonymous award, though, I, it, at least because we watch the English commentary for the race. So we get... Sure. So, yeah. like, probably sure. we have a Spanish listener who hears us talk about the anonymous award for the best Harmar Zerbeldia ride of the tour. And they're like, what are you talking about? The camera was on... Our boy Zubeldia all the time. They talked about him nonstop. <laughs> of the time, yeah. and and the no, and at the same time he's like, you guys, Christophe Moreau. I never saw a picture of Christophe Moreau ever in my life, you know. But like, but I mean, we watch the world feed, right? I mean, just to be clear, I'm watching oh, yeah. the world feed with yeah. Anna Crossan. We're not crazy. But everyone's getting that. Everyone's getting that video feed. That's the feed, the official feed. 
the the interjections of you know someone on yeah. the motorbike or whatever that's like an add-on now um a couple of things i've noticed also this tour a lot more trying to be f1 except they still haven't figured out live on the bike cameras yet which baffles my mind if you can put them on a 200 like a car that moves 200 miles an hour um but you are getting a lot more of like the Bahrain radio mm-hmm. there'll be like little conversations um that's been cool what what's ugh, there's so much here uh now, gray jersey let's get into the gray jersey is that all right or you want something else no that's all right i wanted to talk more about radios but it's fine okay gray jersey originated here slow ride podcast <laughs> we're just gonna own it before everybody else everyone's Garrett trying Thomas, friend of our friend of the pod garen thomas really pushing mm-hmm. it over and you know what sometimes you need that sometimes as founders you need to know when it's time to um hand off to the true um, visionaries but i want to be very clear this great like jersey a... needs to be 35 plus the, oh yeah we're no, talking 30 like 30 plus. old it's 30 it's 35 plus no nobody hits their stride until they're 30 like in the men's tour anyway <laughs> i know but you think the jersey should be 30 plus no, it should be 35. Yeah, yeah, 35 plus. Like, you're lucky so, to still be there if you're 35, like, let so, alone doing well. Like, yeah, so this is... Polls, what polls is 35? He won a stage. I don't actually know. I'm, I'm trying to... You guys keep talking. I'm going to figure out who's their top 35 well, no. plus rider right now. No, I can tell you right now. It's Jonathan Castro Viejo. Oh, okay. Grenadiers. He's There's 36 a bunch of... and little guy. What place is he in currently <sighs> in the GP? Oh. Come on, Tim. Beautiful. 16th place. Beautiful. You're right. I know. Of course. It's, it's as if I we've been pulling think. strings the entire time. He's got a good buffer in both directions, the first 35 too. plus. He's, mm-hmm. he's pretty much got this guaranteed. He must. Um, this is fantastic that the first place 35 plus rider is in 16th place overall. I could not be happier. A harbinger um, for the future of his career. <laughs> the, t- the, the titanium bike is awaiting for him. Uh-huh. Uh, so great to see so many stage wins. And, uh, you know, fantastic. Great jersey. Love it. Keep it going. Spencer, back to radios. You. I mean, you were talking about uh, the integration of this new technology into the tour. Um there was a radio call that I saw making its way around the social medias earlier this week. Uh, a little coded, encoded messages uh, from yeah. from UAE uh, about jumping the shark and crocodiles and tigers and uh, all kinds of references. Um, I think Loved they were. It. I think they were having a little fun with it. Like, oh, they're going to listen to our message. Let's give them something fun to uh, think about. But if you break it down, I do think it actually makes sense tactically. Yeah. The tiger, obviously Vindegard. You know, the crocodiles need to be watching for him when he he makes any moves. You know, like, that's when you go. It all made sense if you broke it down as far as the race strategy. But I do think they were trying to mess with the fans. I think they they played a little 4D chess with themselves and lost. They're on like next level. Gave up the whole game plan. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, who was ever going to know? Watch Vinegard, and if he does anything, stick to his wheel. Yeah, that's like that's a top secret. uh, Super top secret. Um, 
Unfortunately, Yumbo Visma did decode that message because Vinegard has been using that tactic against them to just stick to Pogue's wheel and do nothing else this entire tour, which is why I've been asleep for the past two weeks. Uh, Well, only one week left. Um, Here's one for you. Uh, Last place, Michael Morkov, second oldest rider in the tour. So, like, not doing the best for us at 38 (laughs) years old. Oldest uh, in the tour is Dries... uh, Devins of uh, the Wolf Pack, so uh, good, good for him. Wait, good for him. Behind. So, anyways, um, let's get into it. Uh, a little uh, Spencer, one of the highlights of the week you sent over to me uh, in the uh, the old green room, the never ending green room, is mm. the photo of the 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 young uh, young uh, fan. This who is had beautiful. A hand, yeah. Handwritten sign that says, "Please, uh, what was it? Uh, come take." The photo with uh, with me, uh, Pogachar. If I take a picture with you, my dad buys me a rabbit. Yeah. Young, so this is like young, a little four or five lady. year old girl uh, yeah. that uh, I actually I actually saw this because UAE Team Emirates tweeted it out, uh, and they were like making dreams come true, and I was <laughs> inspired. The whole other thing. I, well, I was inspired by this little girl and her sign that yeah. was just like, "Hey, Teddy." take a picture with me and my dad buys me a rabbit. And I said, if that's all it takes, what would the slow ride podcast sign say? Like, what would we hold up for, uh, for Pagacha to get his attention to take a picture with us? And what would we ask for if we were successful? Well, I wasn't even thinking of that. I was mm. thinking like, what would my cardboard sign say? Okay. And I was just going to be like, you know, no, no Garrett Thomas, no party. Just, <laughs> yeah. just going to hold that up randomly. Interesting. If Garrett Thomas isn't in the race, I, you know, level of interest down. I need, Who, okay, I need a gentleman so of gentlemen. Let's look at it this way. If you're holding that sign, no Garrett Thomas, no party. What riders in the, uh, in the Peloton do you think are going to take a picture with you in that sign? Absolutely none. Like, absolutely. People would be like, "What? That doesn't even make sense." Really? I bet somebody I will bet. take it as a joke. Some of his Ineos yeah. teammates oh, will get oh. in on that. Some of his like make it okay, okay. Maybe it. Maybe I underestimated the, um, why it's important, why it would work. Good, good right. shout out, Spencer. That's why we're a team on this podcast. <laughs> it could probably work. I get. I I see where you're coming from. I think enough people would probably want to be like, "All right, you know, I'll take a picture of that." Mm-hmm. Um. But let's get back, like, what What would you want? I mean, what would the Slow Ride Podcast want? I mean, the Slow Ride Podcast wants a ride in the team car. I mean, that uh, is, the goal is team car. So how, what's, okay. what does the sign need to say to get in the team car? So, And I think we could come up with this. So if we say, hey, Teddy, uh, if you get us in the team car, the Slow Ride Podcast buys us a championship belt or buys you a championship belt. Could we offer him the championship belt? Is that legal? It's definitely legal. Well, I mean, I think, I think we can make up the rules Is as that we bribery? go. Like any good, like any good <laughs> boxing federation. I mean, we did at one time, um, <laughs> give the belt to Matthew Vanderpool and then immediately take it away to give to the entire AG2R team. <laughs> uh, Which made sense at the time. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we could do this. Um, and pull it off. But by the way, Garen Thomas still holds 
the uh, Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt. He does it. not. Yeah. Because we might have to have a discussion soon about this. Yeah. 439. <laughs> and then Allie Jackson continues to own it for the women after that Paris-Roubaix performance. All right. That, that makes sense. Uh, I think I think we could offer... Would we need to offer Pogaccia something or would we need to offer the team? The team something. Okay. So dignity, um, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, do I, we have I, enough of that to I don't know to, if to I want to get the UAE team car. I don't want to go missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think we could probably find some, some good uh, uh, team cars to get in. The team car I want to get in, the Trek one looks the coolest. The jersey might not look the best, but the the kit on the car looks fantastic. Did you see that thing? Car looks good. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Team car rankings. Let me let me float this by you. It Pagacha. If you if if I take a picture with you, I can get a ride in the Trek Lidell team car. Yeah, it's not gonna work. You think you'll go for that? Like if we just show up to the team car with a picture of us and Pogacha yeah. and it's like, Hey he, man, he took the picture. You got to let us so, in. He's, he's the boss of Peloton. No, probably not going to work. You're, you're oh. smart again there, but here's the thing. One thing Pogacha is known for is his tufts of hair coming uh-huh. out to the vents, the beautiful tufts of hair. They're wonderful. Is there a sign that we can do that says, Hey, Pogacha meet the great Sven Tuft. For like, is, it, is there a work there? Tufts of hair, Sven Tuft, greatest one of Slow Ride Podcast Hall of Famer. What do you think? He is, mm. and uh, Canada's greatest cyclist after we were so let down by Michael Woods uh, <laughs> earlier this tour. So, are we gonna do like All right. one sign that forces us to go to another sign, and it's sort of like a scavenger hunt <laughs> with signs like? Pagacha, oh. if you take a picture with yeah, us, there we go. The tough, then, then we get to go to Sven Tuff. You go to Sven Tuff, you're like, hey, Sven, this happened. This is why we have to take a picture with you. Uh, whatever. Uh-huh. And it goes on and on and on down the line. And eventually up- leads us to Simon Geshka, and where we're like, mm-hmm. it's on now. You work for us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's the, six, the six degrees of the slow ride sign. Uh-huh. We can make this happen. Yeah, um, it, tur- it turns out uh, Garen Thomas signed your contract, Simon. So you have to you have to work for us now. Uh, like do you see the the viral video of AG2R's Cousin Froy, aka Little Harry Potter, getting off the bike on the way up the Columbia and doing a dance party? Did you see this? This. No, this is awesome. I, I know a little I did guy. I not see this. I know a little guy. Your instant thought was, why was he not up there helping Felix Gall? It was my immediate was thought this, because Felix Gall has not had um, any help. Maybe the occasional Ben O'Connor sighting, but um, not seeing our boy Costa Foy doing anything. So, yeah. Yeah, well, he's having too much fun off the back. That then leads into <laughs> just two days ago when Pogachar took his attack into a moto. Did you see this? Did you see the dual moto of 13 case from the yes. finish? And was it real or is it manufactured angst by the <laughs> media looking for uh, uh. fuel to add to the fire to increase ratings? <laughs> I think it was uh, real. No, 
That's a, a wild conspiracy theory. Uh, I don't think it's true. I think the motos were in the way. I don't necessarily, uh, this is not to say motos are always perfect because they have screwed things up in the past, but uh, I think that was the fault of the fans. Totally. Uh, crowding the road because the motos could not go through at a speed that they needed to to stay out of the way. Yeah. All I know is one of the motos is a still photographer. Yeah. So one was the TV. That so I understand doesn't... the TV because I want the shots. Like <laughs> that moto, it's there. All I know is that that photographer better mm-hmm. have the best damn photo of the entire Tour de France. When yeah. he and his driver stopped the moment that Pogacar was going to crack Vingard and take <laughs> uh-huh. the yellow jersey by minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, by minutes, more like he was going to gain those nine seconds or whatever it was at the top of the climb yeah. or whatever. The, by the way, the time bonuses on the top of the climbs don't like them. They should only. What are you talking about? That that was great. They were basically doing a track race up to that climb because of the fact that they couldn't break each other, but they knew there was seconds at the top. They were going so slow. It was great. They let Rodriguez get back. It I, added a weird element to the race and i love it yeah if i was gonna rank the things that i don't like about the tour i think (laughs) one this would be good one one is time bonuses on the climbs okay wrong right okay but go on two two is a week it's a week too long wrong Uh, keep going uh okay (laughs) um there's not a gray jersey sure i'll give you that okay i'll give you that the green the new green jersey color is ugly yeah. All right. And there's too yeah, many yeah, riders yeah. per team. Too many riders per team. team. I want seven. They seven. just Take another brought it down though a they few went, years ago. I know. Why stop there? Keep going. <laughs> and well, before you here's, know the, it, here's the problem. Before you know it, we get to the solution, which is no the American Flyers the solution oh. of stage one, top fifty percent are through, bottom fifty percent are cut, and they're not in the race. This would be such a wild concept that I do actually, I do actually begrudgingly admit that this is a good idea. You start with two hundred f- <laughs> yes. riders in the men's tour de France. Multiple teams, more All teams, teams. Than everybody's got seven teams, teams, seven yeah. riders or whatever. And yeah, Ineos might end up with three, and yeah. Jumbo might end up with six, and Kofidis uh, might end up with all seven. You never know how it goes. You could have a Legion situation where you would have a team show up with their A and their B team mm-hmm. in there under with different sponsors. It'd just throw it at the wall. All pro tour and continental teams take the start line. This is well, going to be the spirit the of gravel of yeah. mixed in with the Tour de France. <laughs> oh, God. It's, like a, it's like a grand fondo. Uh-huh. The first stage is 250 miles. It's insane. And it's on like the equivalent of a, of a U.S interstate so it's super wide oh, God. so there's no crashing that's going to happen at all oh yeah okay. we've seen that this is the wider you make it the no no just like out. on a just like on an auto track yeah this is no getting great crashes. where are we going to find this in europe though all every stage one starts in germany on the autobahn <laughs> okay interesting yeah. okay maybe not that idea but i would say 200 riders start and uh-huh. instead of 20 teams with 10 riders, you have like. It's interesting you know, because you started this nine. off by being like, there's too many 
people in the tour. <laughs> and now you want to add to quickly subtract. That's, I mean, there's something there. I'm not okay. saying there's not, but... I, mean, I guess that's not like things I hate about this tour. I've only yeah. got two things I really hate about Yeah, tours. no, you've lost a plot okay. a long time. I wasn't going to okay. bring that up, right. but... Uh, right. Sorry. All right. Uh, um, boys, I want to blow your mind just really quick. If you wouldn't mind entertaining me here uh, before we head off to the pre lap, this is going to take a few minutes as I send you a link uh, in the chat that uh, I am sure you haven't seen because I would have heard you talking about it by now. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to get your reactions <laughs> on air to the Haro Bikes. Uh, Do you think we can buy one as an EP? BMX, 29-inch <laughs> BMX bike. The model name being the Slow Ride. Whoa. And the paint job being the most reminiscent of a Klein paint job that I have seen in the modern era. Boys, are they trolling us over there at Haro Bikes? Because this is incredible, and I think we all need one. So, yes, they're clearly trolling us, and the reason I know this is that if you look at the detail image of the saddle, there is a what appears to be a skeleton Grim Reaper um, type. No, 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 that's a lemur. No, Sorry, no it's I, I a sloth. It's a lemur. It's a sloth. It's a sloth. It's a, it's a sloth, sloth for the slow ride. It is spelled S L O ride. So yeah, they are yeah. getting around it's our a, trademark a little bit a, with that. It's a sloth going 12, 12 o'clock, which is clearly how we ride. Yeah, this is a wheelie bike. Am, it's it's sick. I ain't gonna lie, boys. By the end of this podcast, I will have emailed Haro. Thank you. One of us needed to do for it a, <laughs> for an EP form. Uh-huh. For the three of us. Yeah. Because no, they owe us. It's on sale. It's on sale from six like six hundred ten dollars to four hundred eighty nine. They I'll probably have a sell. container full of this. They underestimated how many slow riders there are. It's possible. I believe Oh, this is totally check. my new bike. Tim, put, 100%. put when you write that email. Feel free to mention the fact that I have owned a Haro Shredder since 1990. Was a loyal Haro BMX boy. All my friends were into uh-huh. GTs and dinos. Those are lame. Uh, uh-huh. or they're not cool. I shouldn't say lame. I'm trying to not say that. I'm doing my best. Thing to do in front of my so, kid. just oh, so you guys uh, do know that they also make this in a 26 inch wheel and a 24 inch wheel version. Ooh. They so. Same paint job. All your dreams could come true, uh, no matter what uh, era. Which one are like, you gonna get? I know that for me, I'm all about the big wheel. I'm all about the 29ers. I know little guy is all about that 26 inch wheeled mountain bike. It's it's where everything peaked for him. And I know Tim has been talking incessantly for years about getting a new 24 uh, inch wheel BMX cruiser. So I think mm. they've got us covered across That's the board with this incredible bike. That's a good point, Spencer. That all right? We've, I think so. We've drafted I think I'm gonna the email. Get the we've cruiser. drafted the email pretty clearly here. We, we've got the naming thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've been in the. In the oh, I'm not bringing up the name. And and the and the the four yeah. three different bikes three different yeah. three different uses. Uh, that's yeah. three different ways to sponsor. This is great. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You think they're gonna sponsor us? 
yeah, they're going to give us each one of these bikes and we're going to just <laughs> put W's on them and we're going to make them famous. That's how it works, right? So do you want to help do you want to help me write the pod write the the email like, "Hi, we are three hosts of a f- successful cycling podcast called The Slow Ride. Yeah. We couldn't help but notice that you took our identity, our love for <laughs> Klein paint jobs, uh-huh. and our riding style of sloths to come up with a big wheel BMX bike that you clearly have a oversupply in because you have them I think highly discounted on your website. Maybe not that. I think maybe Beyond just go, that. hey, absolutely love your product. Uh, what can, you know, send me the EP form. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fan. think uh, clearly either this is an incredible coincidence or they've been waiting for this email uh, for us to find this. Um, so they're going to be like a master I, criminal. How the did we find this? caught up to him. They're going to say, you finally found me. Why'd it take you so long, slow ride? Mm-hmm. It's true. They're, they're Carmen Sandiegoing us super hard right now. Like, I can't believe it took us this long to figure out where they were. All right, I'm getting the 24. Little guy, you getting the 26? Spencer, you getting the 29? Absolutely. Yeah, for the sake of the right. bit, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find out about this, Spencer? So I've got, uh, you know, I've got my sources. I've got people on the ground uh, <laughs> at the bike shops worldwide. Uh, this one happened to come, this hot tip happened to come to me from uh, a little little bike shop in uh, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts, where I used to uh, also work. Um that uh, it came in for some tune-up, and uh, they were like, you're going to love this. And I was like, you are right. Uh, <laughs> so good friend of the pod, uh, Patrick, sent that over to me, uh, and uh, I Patrick, appreciate it. Patrick's taking us into the pre lap this week. That was <laughs> well done. Let's go. I'm Nielsen Paulus, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, folks, here we are in the Prem Lap. Major shout-out to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network, including our dear friend Patrick, who made us aware of this all-new, non-sponsored segment of the podcast that we just did with Haro Bikes and their brand-new Slow Ride Big Wheel BMX bike. We shouldn't, we shouldn't say non-sponsored. We should say not yet. Pre-sponsor. Pre-sponsor. A pre-sponsorship. We're giving them a taste of what they could have. Mm -hmm. If people could start just tweeting at them, that would be great. Um, Okay, but let's get serious. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com and find out about our selection of shows. There's a bunch of great shows in there. Love for you to check out, including our dear friends over at Cyclocross Radio. Um, Bill continues to, uh, crush it on Instagram, doing some coverage of the, uh, mountain bike nationals, um, that were just oh, held. was so and good. Some, the photos he's photos. churning out are incredible. Yeah. So I definitely want everyone to go over and check that out. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out more. Yeah. And with that, let's get back to the show. I'm Tommy Walker, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. 
All right, here we are back in the show. And normally at this time, we go into deep into the Slow Ride podcast email bag. First things first, um, we got to get a quick email from uh, Jay Weiss. You may remember Jay from the Bronx hitting us up saying, Kofidis winning stage one, not remiss to email us again when Izagir came across to say again, and you guys are still the best. Jay from the Bronx, so kind. <laughs> we are here with the Kofidis love nonstop. Love them. Favorite, whatever they do as a business, it's my, they're my favorite. It's going to be the hat uh, trick. They do the telecom thing, I believe. Oh, I love it. They're good at it, I think. I think you could buy a phone card, you know, in the 90s from them. Oh, Remember when they used to have their phone number on the uh, jersey itself, like 20 digits long? <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Oh, that's the recumbent warning siren. Oh, no. I repeat, it's the recumbent warning siren. Yeah. This email comes to us from Matt. <laughs> I forgot about this. Email. It's your car. It's your correspondent from St. Louis checking in. Just wanted to let you know that Klein is still resplendent, and on the three rides I've taken it on, I've gotten some great comments. Uh, of course, this is Matt who sought yeah. out the greatest cache of Klein bikes that we've come across in some time. And haggled successfully. Haggled successfully at. The request of the slow ride pod member if you need any advice come to us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com but matt continues i wanted to send out a warning to little guy about recumbents a good friend started ri- started exclusively riding recumbents in the late 90s and early 2000s a good friend matt come on be honest here i've got a friend that wants to ride a recumbent yeah i've heard it before as the story goes once you become a recumbent rider, you must evangelize about their vast superiority to everyone. Mm-hmm. So eventually I gave in and tried one. In 2005, I traded a Schwinn Rocket 88 for a Vision R20 underseat steering recumbent I found on Craigslist. After a few one to two hour rides, I became a true believer. It was like riding a comfortable chair but that all fell apart when I did my first long recumbent ride, a 70 mile out and back. 35 miles in, I was feeling great. But 50 miles in that comfy sling chair felt like riding in a vice. The last 20 miles were like torture. Every square <laughs> inch of that sling seat was cutting into my flesh. Oh, it's boy. impossible to change positions on a recumbent. You can't stand. You can't stretch. Uh. After a while, every, bunch, every bump feels like a sledgehammer. You just suffer. So I listed the bike on eBay, and a woman in Alaska was the high bidder. She then flipped out when she discovered it would cost $250 to ship it to her. (laughs) Thank God recumbents have mostly died out. And then Matt includes a picture of the recumbent. So we know right next to the washer and dryer. I wonder if it's still there, just kind of collecting dust. Maybe. Uh. Probably where mine would end up, too. Uh, So little guy, do you still want one? I do, I do. So now, yes, maybe this long ride would cause me pain, but I will never get enough time in my day to do a ride that long. And so this will not <laughs> be a problem for me. I mean, I, I get an uh, hour, hour and a half max, generally. So this is perfect. It's, it looks like I'm in the perfect window for a recumbent lifestyle. A few weeks ago... You mentioned some weird prizes for winning races. The announcers in this week's Salt Lake City crit 
mentioned a race in Europe that gives a live pig. Of course, that's the uh, Tro Bro Leon. Mm-hmm. But our, our friend Matt continues, the Premlap prize at the Salt Lake City Crit is a one kilo silver bar. Oh. Also in skiing races, lots of races give out local animals. A race in Finland gives out a reindeer. Thanks, Matt. I'm assuming from uh, Utah, but a one kilo bar of silver, does that fit in a jersey pocket? Yeah, I don't know. Do you do, not, do uh, you look do you look like a silver prices? <laughs> do you look like someone that's overpacked your um, jersey pocket? If you get a one kilo, I think you're probably okay. Um, boys, I, I'm going to cut in here with some breaking news. Boop 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 boop. A few weeks back, uh, let me see when was it exactly? Oh, it was uh, July fourth. We released an episode uh, of the Sunday Stroll all about American Flyers, and we asked our audience to go and rate and review on Rotten Tomatoes this wonderful movie to get the score rating up from the lowly 60% at which it was dwelling. Where do you boys think it is now? Tim, I'll take your estimation. Go. No Googling. No, I... I yeah, it I sounds ch- like I a Googling. The other, I checked the other day. Hands are up here. I checked the other day, maybe like a week ago. Like uh, little guy, what's what's yours? 66, what's your guess? 65? What's your guess? Uh, I think Tim sent it over to me a few days ago, and it was 67, but I have not personally checked. What do, what do you think it is? Is that your guess? You locking that in, 67? 60, 69. 66. Tim says 66. Oh, little guy. Nice. Uh, the audience sure. score rating... Currently at 78%. 78? Oh, my God. Okay. This has to be hitting. Oh, there's so much here. There has This has to be hitting the office of Rotten Tomatoes going, why is American Flyers resonating so well? Oh, think, Spencer, I can't. They have a giant screen. Like, they have a wall, like, mission yes, control. Yes, It's and like, oh. Like, they're like the highest climbers. The, the boss highest brings climbers. somebody over. They're like, "How come this movie's been going up so fast? Somebody been uh-huh. rigging the system? What's going on? I want you to find out. Get on all the seventy-eight percent. Figure it out. Seventy-eight percent. That is insane. So okay. I, I think or we owe, there's just not we, a lot of people that have put it there. But Cosmo, well, sure. give us a call. We owe uh, a gratitude to our our audience. There are over five thousand ratings. Uh, on the audience <laughs> score. Uh, nice. So we are actually yes. doing some numbers here and affecting hi- the history books uh, yeah. as related to this. So kudos to everyone who has gone out and left a review. If you haven't already, go over to the uh, Rotten Tomatoes and uh, uh, drop a drop a review there. Five stars for such a wonderful part of American cycling oh. history uh, and factual as well. That's a that's a good uh, good breaking news um, intro. Um, got a great email here from Jeff Diefenbach, friend of the podcast. So good. I was on campus locking my bike when I overheard the following from the other end of the bike rack. That's by Gary Klein. See, his thesis was... And I looked up and was surprised to see one yellow vest-clad construction worker informing another... Not your stereotypical cyclist. A good thing to be sure. And a note, the campus in question is MIT. Alma mater of none other than, one, Gary Klein. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't hang around to hear how the lesson continued. For that, I turned to you fine three gentlemen. Please finish this thought. <laughs> That's by Gary Klein. See, his thesis was. Uh, so what was Gary it. Klein's thesis at MIT? I have some initial candidates while you're thinking. I've been thinking long and hard on this during the week. I think my <laughs> initial take is the thesis was... The aerodynamic benefits of internally routed cables were far superior <laughs> than externally mounted cables and well worth the difficulty of installation. <laughs> ergo, Klein. Oh, wow, bikes. ergo. Well, it definitely had the word ergo in it. Uh, it had <laughs> something to do with... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty... Su- I've tried to actually look it up but I was trying to cheat a little bit, but I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the <laughs> welding, with, with the way to weld aluminum at, without uh-huh. weakening it. So if you get a perfect stack of dimes going, it's gonna, <laughs> uh, the airflow over uh, the around so, the head tube is just gonna be that much more dynamic. Now, I don't think that's it, little guy. I think it's about the paint jobs. I think that man do. knew uh what was going on it was like it's actually it looks beautiful but the thesis is that the fade of paint to paint like the micro millimeter difference is actually working as an aerofoil uh creating less wind resistance uh as proven in the wind tunnel and gives an aerodynamic advantage to our riders oh this is good was this thesis the Published and peer-reviewed? Why. I'm not sure. <laughs> but is it the reason why Trek had to come and and buy Gary Klein off the market and years later. shut it down and then take that that thesis knowledge and instill it into Project well, One and all these other put things? Put it into the bunker see. underneath the Trek headquarters, as we all know. Klein Corner. Uh yeah. Klein Corner is the area fifty one of cycling. It is located somewhere beneath the Trek we factory. Can't, we can't start talking about this too much because it's going to like suddenly become like the QAnon of the bike world. As people I think we're to well show past up. that point. People start to show up at the Trek and like go in to see the, the front desk. Show me like, the Kleins. I heard there's a whole corner of Kleins in here downstairs. Um, so the other uh, thesis is, is there a thesis that could have been done about the mission control handlebar? Oh. Uh. It's, I mean, it's integrated. It's like something about yeah, how how integrated handlebar stem combos will one day rule the world and and his whole marketing strategy. For it's definitely well, not here, on the manta. Here's here's the thing. It's definitely no. not on the manta because the manta <laughs> MIT MIT would have just banned them. It was the mission control bars, but he said, oh, no 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 no. See the the actual thesis was. If you could get two mission control bars and stack them one atop another and have more hand positions, it would actually be the greatest off-road handlebar ever conceived. And that's the information that was lost uh, to time until Canyon invented the duplex bar uh, just a few years ago. Do you think that uh, he had like maybe a fifteen-year non-compete clause with Trek, and then, and then he like as soon as it was done, he's like duplex bar, <laughs> I can't. Yet. Uh, I hope that he didn't have anything to do with yeah. that. 
I, what my question is to Jeff, and I'm going to email back to Jeff, and we can find out more later. But was there a Klein bike on the bike rack, or was this conversation just randomly happening around MIT, and, at which would be even cooler? Now I'm going to assume these guys are wearing like hard hats or something, some That's other construction gear, because if I see two people talking about Gary Klein bikes. <laughs> Uh, around a bike rack who are wearing yellow vests. I'm not assuming that they are construction workers. I'm assuming that they're just <laughs> commuters, right? They're coming from the swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, little guy, you're still hard at work trying to find. I can't what find Gary... it. I found a I found a page that just had MIT theses on it, but yeah, well, big so. big trek has deleted all knowledge, <laughs> the knowledge of the thesis from the internet, little guy. So good luck. You're gonna have to travel to Waterloo, Wisconsin, to find that information. It does seem true. It's um, locked in the basement. <laughs> yeah, I have another question for you, gentlemen. Okay. Now, we've spent some time talking about. Good friend in New Zealand, our APAC correspondent Jeff Aldrich in his K van. Beautiful van, by the way. Beautiful van. The PDM kit, one fair and square. The rumor is is that Jeff is gonna put it up, and I have yet to put on Instagram the the mocked up photos. Okay. Taken and and done by friends of the pod um there in Dunedin. Uh, doing a great job uh, there at the uh, bike house, Dunedin. By the way, shirts in the mail. Don't, don't <laughs> okay. know when they're going to show up. Fantastic. But now, I immediately said the Kelme van. Yeah. It would be of my choice. Yeah. For Jeff, to be very blunt in particular. However, as my kids have gotten older, I've kind of come into a situation where we have one car here in the family and mm-hmm. there are now starting to be events diverging across the city beautiful of Orlando. And mm-hmm. there is a need starting to bubble up because of the lack of quality public transportation of a second vehicle here in the Hayes household. I got rid of the Highlander a while back and I, I think within the next year it's going to happen and I'm going to get a K van that is going to happen. I don't buy it, but okay. I'll, I'll I don't buy it either. Bit. I don't buy it either. Yeah. You don't have the commitment to do this, but no. let's, let's keep going with the bit. I he like talks it. a big game, but yeah. you know, I'll, I'll challenge it when accepted. I see it. Wow. Still, no you've faith. been talking about, you've been talking for years. You've been like, I live in Florida. You guys, I should get some cool car because I can drive it and not worry about it rusting and get some like vintage yeah. something. Yeah. We've been telling you for years about things to get. You don't ever do it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, yeah, there's no way. No chance. Anyway, I'd love to hear that. A, a tandem recumbent. Okay, let's, like. yeah. let's, continue, let's continue on the bit. But, yeah, I'd love to hear the story, happen. though. Yeah. This I'll is going to happen now. Just okay. like I wasn't going to be able to beat you both at the Everesting Challenge, I slayed it, crushed you, ruined <laughs> your bike riding during the pandemic because I won in Florida. That Sounds is true. like you're doing the classic, let's challenge Tim to do something and see if he does it. Challenge accepted. So, okay. K-Van. Already uh-huh. on order. I forgot to tell you guys that. Already in a container. Uh-huh. Okay. okay that part's All a right. lie. But it could happen. Is it a big faux pas if I don't get Kelme wrapped on there and I go with another team? I mean, you did sort of you did sort of lay down the so marker for that. So yeah. I, I did, but I've been really thinking that there's some other 
you know. You're, I kind of want people to recognize it. Are you? Oh, they'll recognize the Kill Me van. <laughs> yeah, you'll be famous around town. Uh, instantly, your neighbors will be guy. real stoked. But I was, Kill Me's good. Kill Me's good. His own say better. I mean, I think it is for you. You, you you've been a long time old say fan. Yeah. I, I think we can go better. If this van is yours, if you're going to get a wrap on it. Yes. Getting a wrap. And I mean, you're going to drive presumably your kids around to events and things in this. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Hockey. Another cool stuff. Now, are you married to that era of cycling? Are you looking for like early nineties or. No, I'm, I'm, well, I'm married to when we came up watching cycling. So I would like to know that you are two married. to like six on. You are married, and 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 your lovely wife may not uh-huh. be into any of this. I think we should also know that. Well, you but are. this is my my she's, goal is to get a car that she does not want to drive. Yeah, she's gonna keep uh, driving okay. the Subaru. I assume you have a Subaru because you're into bikes. I don't actually yeah, know yeah, what no. you guys yes, drive. Yes, we have a. Oh, Subaru Oh, that's outback. funny. That we're, works we're, out perfect. Then. Well, that's yeah. Spencer. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Um, do you? What are you driving now? Do you still have the BMW? No, that's been gone for 10 years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what you're driving. Probably a Subaru? Uh, not a Subaru. Got, What's it going to be? No, wait, wait. No. It's New England. It's a Saab. Uh, no, it's it's no Spencer. He's a he's a VW man. Um, yeah. All right. VW. Matches the van again. I've got the I've got the wagon uh, okay. in the driveway. Um, oh, it's in the driveway. Whoa. This is like a whole... Yeah, the van, I just look at van this picture. In the garage. I look at a picture of Jeff with the biggest smile in the world with this K-Van. I want that kind of smile. So here's, here's the it. thing, Tim. You need to... If you're going to have this little goofy van <laughs> driving around in Florida, uh, home of Disney, home of the mouse. It's the mouse's town. Yes. Uh, you're going to need to... Uh, I don't know, assert your dominance over the mouse as much as you can uh, with a no- bringing another cute vehicle uh, into th- into play. So I'm thinking either you've got two choices, CSC jersey uh, with the muscular kind of uh, echos- ectoskeleton sort of situation yeah, going on. That's gross. Or maybe liquid gas. Uh, with kind of the the abs that they had going on in that uh, that kit there for a Dude, while. I love the Liquid Gas team. That's that's straight from my heart. That's a that's a good one. I, lo- I loved them way yeah. more than even when Tyler Hamilton was slaying demons on CSC. <laughs> and uh, you know, Liquid Gas is the joke that keeps on giving when you pull up to your kid's school and that. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> your kids are gonna appreciate that. They're gonna really appreciate that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> nothing really sets them on the right foot. First day of school, maybe new school. Dad pulls up in a weird little van that says "liquid gas" on the side. Uh-huh. No yeah. problems for those kids. <laughs> I think Most popular so, kids in school instantly. I think you just go with the graphic elements and maybe not the actual branding. Uh, ah. Is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, if if you're doing that, my personal choice I think would be the Mape. Uh, just put a bunch of little colorful uh, cubic blocks on there. And it's going to look great. And just don't drive by a construction site. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. Um, well, right on. All right. I'll, I'll keep working on this. Challenge accepted. Maybe by this time in 20, <laughs> can, 
29. You could go there. U.S. Postal and everybody just give you packages and letters all day. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. All right. Would you get in trouble? Oh, certainly. Can you legally write so? U.S. Postal on the side of your van and drive only it if around? You, only because if you take the, the mail. Well, but, well, for sure. But the funny they thing is... They gave it to you. All, but, but if they hand it to you... Are right hand right hand drive. Yeah, yeah. So, would, so like you would a hundred percent people would just buy it. They would just think, yeah. oh, I don't know the the local post the local postal guy's got like a small every, every time you it's left the window rolled down, you'd come back to more mail on your seat. Yeah. People think, think it's it. safe if I put it in there. Yeah. It's a felony if many, anyone takes it out. Just think of how many mortgages are not going to be like paid. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to open the mail. People no, are just hand it to me. That's yeah, that's trouble. Don't do that. I mean, you're gonna have to work in a a pit stop off at the postal service uh, every every time you leave the house. <laughs> you know, so you're gonna be a volunteer postman. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, can't do that, little guy. We answered that question. Anyway, all right, gentlemen. Next week we will find out who is the winner of the Tour de France and the last time riding into Paris until 2026. Six? So I think they're taking a two-year oh, vacation so the, from Paris. The, I think it's Champs, the Olympics, yeah. and they're redoing it. I think that they're uh, redoing the Champs-Élysées, as they yeah. say. Um, so there we go. So with that, we'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out about our family of shows. I also want to give a massive shout-out to everyone that emails us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and the loving support that you have given this podcast by going over to rotten tomatoes to (laughs) upvote American flyers is fantastic. We've gained 18 points in just two weeks. Also want to um, say, if you can go over to Harrow bikes and just like at them and say that you you're there because of the slow ride podcast that can help us um, get this triumphant of three slow ride bikes. (laughs) Um, I don't know if any of us can do a a wheelie, wheelie, but we will certainly try. Yeah, we can. That's going to be good internet content right there. Yeah. And with that, follow us on Instagram threads and Twitter at the slow ride pod. This is Tim in Orlando. Uh, Matt, Minneapolis. And Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you, to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, 
miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds. But we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation.